everybody, welcome back to Witch Fix. This is the third episode I'm recording in a row. It's a very busy day for me, but I just finished this book this morning and I absolutely had to talk about it straight away. So, you might have seen this book recently in my, like, what I've been buying videos. I think I covered it um, because I had to get it. It was re recommended to me by TikTok. I'm down with the youths. Uh, so this book is called When We Were Magic by Sarah Gailey, and I've just finished it. Uh, she's also apparently the author of a book called Magic for Liars, which I might go and read after this, because I had a good time with this one. The blurb is quite long, and I'm just going to read it for you now in case you missed the video of me reading it in the what I've been buying stuff. This says, keeping your magic a secret is hard. Being in love with your best friend is harder. Alexis has always been able to rely on two things. That's my time I got you. Her best friends and the magic power they all share. Their secret is what brought them together and their love for one another is unshakable, even when that love is complicated. Complicated by problems like jealousy, insecurity, or lust, or love. That unshakable, complicated love is one of the only things that doesn't change on prom night. When accidental magic goes sideways and a boy winds up dead, Alexis and her friends come together to try and right a terrible wrong. Their first attempt fails, and their second attempt fails even harder. Left with the remains of their failed spells and more consequences than anyone could have predicted, each of them must find a way to live with their part of the story. Uh, basically, uh, I don't want to spoil too much. I bought this because of like the first paragraph, which was read on TikTok. But basically, Alexis blows some guy's dick off with magic by accident and kills him that's a, a great place to start a novel it's, just, it's very shocking very surprising but it's told in this kind of slightly humorous tone which had me intrigued and so basically that's our starting point alexis has killed someone by accident uh, and she killed him because she was going to sleep with him to make her friend roya jealous because she's in love with her and they're kind of crushing on each other pretty hard the girls in this friend group then get together i think there's six of them I'll come back to why that's an issue in a minute. Um, they get summoned up to the room. They're having like a sort of 911 conference. What are we going to do about this dead body and the blood that's everywhere? They try and do a spell to make the body go away. But it kind of vanishes for a second and then comes back disarticulated and somehow like sterilely clean to the point that it doesn't begin to rot at all. Um, they all take bits of it in bags to dispose of later and sort of go their separate ways to deal with it and then later on they're convinced to try and maybe bring him back from the dead but one of them has already turned his spinal column into dust to try and dispose of it so it's pretty clear this is never going to work and then throughout the novel they dispose of different chunks of this guy in, in different magical ways like using a magically heated fire uh, giving it to a magically controlled or you know communicated with coyote to take away and eat uh, various ways like that um, and each time they get rid of a piece of, of the body the person who got rid of it kind of loses something like a sense or a memory or an ability that they had and it's kind of about them dealing with the loss and rallying around each other as friends now i really enjoyed the book i really enjoyed it slightly kind of off the wall slightly humorous tone in places it was kind of uh, more present in the start of the novel uh, but it was it was very good I, I enjoyed it i chuckled out loud at a couple of things and i enjoyed the magic as well because it was so unexplained and so unconnected from things that it could have tried to connect itself to 
to and made itself less original. So although a lot of the book kind of reminded me of the new Craft movie, they hadn't made this attempt to tie it into Wicca or fantasy witchcraft. They had created a very simple but independent magical system. All of these girls independently realised that they had a magical ability and as they met each other like through the school system and through different people moving to town they identified in each other a kind of strangeness and one by one revealed their powers to each other and they all have an ability to do magic but they all have a specific talent um so alexis the main character can talk to animals she can kind of interpret their thoughts as language and communicate with them uh, another girl can communicate with plants roya can heal people um and iris who is sort of feels like she's the leader of the group except not really because she doesn't do a huge amount of leading um is the one who can bring all of their magic together and create these intricate webs of, of woven magical threads to do big spells like trying to make a body disappear um i had a few issues with the book that did sort of temper my enjoyment a little bit and made it more of like a a four and a half star and not just a, an absolute five star rave so one of the issues that i had is it is kind of unclear what they're trying to accomplish with their second spell so the first one obviously is like make the body disappear and that doesn't work and one of the parts that's left behind is Josh's heart, the, the, the guy's called Josh. His heart, which is kind of hard and described as translucent and glass-like. And every time they get rid of a piece of him, the heart starts to beat and thaw more. And it feels very ominous that that's happening. And I was sort of waiting for it to be explained why that was happening. But then when they try and bring him back from the dead the, with the second spell, I wasn't even 100% convinced that that was what they were trying to do or why they thought it would work without the spine, which is kind of important. And then when it goes wrong, these like dead eagles fall from the sky and they're like, oh, what happened? What does this mean? But then every time they get rid of a piece of him after that, they're like, when we get rid of all the pieces, he'll come back from the dead. And I'm like, when was this established? Why do you believe this? Um, it felt like I had missed some pages and I was reading this very closely. I wasn't doing my normal skimming. So I was confused as to why they thought that this was the case. Because it felt like they'd read ahead in the book and that's the only way that they knew for sure. The second part of this gripe is that when we get to the end of the novel, massive spoilers incoming, um, they, they get rid of the final pieces and then they find Josh, who is still alive, like he, he all back from the dead i guess recombobulated he's warm they find his body he's warm he doesn't seem to have a pulse but they start trying to do cpr and then he dies anyway and the thing about what was happening with his heart like beating on its own nothing comes of that even though the first time alexis picks it up she feels like it's doing this weird thing to her and like calling on her powers or something it that's never brought up again and it felt like the whole story was something ominous is going on and then nothing happened. So that was a little bit of a shame. Um, and also, as the story went on, it began to feel less and less like anyone really cared about Josh, about the murder that had occurred, like accidental as it may have been. At the beginning, obviously, Alexis is horrified. She's covered in blood from this boy and you can kind of feel in the humour and in the writing that she is bubbling with hysteria she doesn't know how to feel she she's 
panicked. Uh, and I really got that from that, and I really kind of felt those emotions. But as the book goes on, it becomes more about the closeness between her and her friends, more about the growing relationship between her and Roya, and it feels like she as a character loses sight of the fact that she has caused the death of a young boy whose family are frantically searching for him. Like, this whole town is looking for him. And it feels like his whole plotline, even to a certain extent, the sort of magic plotline of them getting rid of the, the pieces of the body, is just there as plot beats to give time to a story that is mostly about the emotional connection between these girls. I'm just going to read to you from the beginning of the acknowledgements section at the end of the novel. This is a book about the friends and family that hold us together. It's about uncertainty. It's about learning to accept love and support. It's about how scary that can be and how hard a skill it is to learn. It's a book about doing hard things on alone. And that really encapsulates my thoughts about it. That's what the story is about. It feels like that is what the purpose of the story is that's the story that it serves it's about these girls coming together disposing of a body essentially relying on each other making sacrifices for each other in the name of friendship and love and it's less about magic about the magical plotline making sense or being satisfying at the end it's all about that emotional pathos and it kind of reminds me of something that one of my english teachers said to me ages ago and I think he was kind of sexist, but th this this kind of comes back to me again and again. But he said when we were writing, I think, our like fiction assignments for our GCSEs, that girls tend to write about... No, boys tend to write about things happening, and girls tend to write about how they feel about things happening, which is kind of sexist, or very sexist, depending on how you think about it. But it also kind of had a point that a lot of books aimed at women and girls tend to be about the emotional life of the protagonist and how they feel and how their feelings affect their actions whereas books aimed at boys um which i think is a, a much smaller genre um is about you know these exciting plot lines and, and the exciting things happening in the plot drag the character along with them it's not necessarily about their emotions informing their actions and decision making that create the plot the plot is being created by outside forces outside actions like spies and governments and explosions and all that stuff to be incredibly stereotypical about it and it feels like this book is a great example of that because it felt like every couple of chapters she would go on a drive with one of her friends to get rid of a body part and they would have moments of connection in the car talking about you know what we're going to do when we go off to college and oh we we're going to live in this small town and then go to college and i'll always be your friend and i'll always be here for you and this is the relationship that we have and this is how we understand each other and here is a memory of us when we were kids and then they would dispose of our body part and it felt like she went on this journey with every single one of her friends and then the book ended and there was no like build up or payoff in like the magical plot like what was all this stuff about the dead hawks the heart beating why did they think that he was he would come back what are the implications of the fact that he did come back but he was still basically dead kind of all goes unexamined so that was my major gripe my minor gripe was that she has i think at least one too many friends 
And I know that sounds bad. Um, but uh, you have Alexis, the main character. The, the characters who were kind of fully realised for me were her love interest, Roya, who she spends quite a lot of time with. Iris, who's kind of trying to be the leader of the group. And then the rest just kind of got lost for me. And I only really know that she has six friends, or think I know that, because there are six girls on the cover of the book. I think part of this might be because they're all introduced in the one opening scene, which I hate because it's like... I have to remember so many names and so many different bits about people and try and imagine what they look like in my head and work out what their character traits are and their function in the group. <sighs> but also because two of them have names that begin with M and are of similar length. And when I read, I just kind of pick up on like the shapes of words. So like Royer is really easy to remember. No one else has a name that looks like that. But then two of the characters are called Marcelina or I think Marcelina. Marcelina? Yeah, Marcelina. Um, and one is called Maryam. And those are sort of similar length words. They both begin with M. And they both have like M-A at the beginning. And I'm just sort of looking at it and I got them confused a lot. Also, Paulie was another character who didn't show up enough for me to really remember anything about her. So that was weird. Uh, I think uh, uh, Maryam is the one who, at the beginning, when everyone's like, we're disposing of the body, she kind of panics because she's a person of colour and she's worried about being involved in this, getting into trouble. Fair enough. And she leaves. She's like, I'm still your friend. I just I just can't help with this. It's too dangerous. And they're like, yeah, we get it. You, you should go. Um, and like, I think Roya is also a person of colour, uh, but she's fine with staying because her mum is like the police um chief or sheriff for the town so it's kind of like this point of contention between them but sh because she leaves and she's not in the subsequent scenes and she doesn't come back until the next day i just sort of blotted her out of my mind and paulie again just didn't show up as much so i could kind of get a grip of marcelina because she's the one who can like do the communicating with plants thing and she also seems to be really close to alexis they spend time together and her personality kind of coalesced in my brain. But Paulie and Maryam just showed up just enough that I was like, wait, which one are you? Every time they showed up. And I feel like one or both of them could have been removed from the book and just have a group of like five or four. Um, because like if, if you think about like the craft, which is what this really reminded me of, if there were six of them, that would just be way too many characters. I just can't get to grips with it. So, did not enjoy that aspect, but that's probably just a me problem. That's kind of a secondary gripe to the whole um, what are we trying to accomplish with magic section. Because I've just found like what I'm talking about, and it's like page 78, 79. So basically they're like, we should at least try to bring him back. I think this is what Maryam says when she like turns up the next day to like give her opinion on what they should have done. And, and they're like, oh no, yeah, we, we should try and do it. And they bring up all of this magical energy and then something happens and it's a little bit sort of unclear, but basically there's a bunch of dead hawks on the ground and the heart is beating. This is like when the heart starts to beat. And they're like, oh no, what's happening? They notice that the heart is beating. And then there's a page break and it just cuts to Alexis burying Josh's head in the woods. Uh, everyone else like leaves just after they see the heart beating they're like um you know it's sort of really early in the morning they all have to get ready for school but they're just gone they don't stay there and talk about what has just happened and what it means and what it needs to do and the fact that that bit is missing left me really unsure as to where we stood so that later on 
where they're like, we should just start getting rid of the body parts and that will bring him back to life. I was like, when did we decide that this is what that meant? Um, it just feels very strange. And that kind of disconnect really kind of stuck with me for the rest of the book. Having said that, however, it is still a very good book. I very much enjoyed it. If you're looking for a kind of long, hazy summer nights, friendships, kind of indie movie feeling novel for teens with like witchcraft and magic in it and some really positive like LGBT representation as well because you've got Alexis and Roya's relationship and also Alexis's dad's. That brings up something else that annoyed me. Uh, two people in the group are adopted and it doesn't seem like they've given any thought to the fact that maybe the magic thing might be genetic or where it comes from. And on the one hand, I do like that it's kind of unexplained and left up to a bit of a mystery, but at the same time, I want to know what's happening and I want to know why and what's causing it, because it feels like otherwise kind of a bit of a big coincidence that they just keep running into people who can do it, unless loads of people can do it, and that feels like something that needs to be explored. Anyway, I did enjoy it. Pretty good book, pretty good read, definitely enjoyable. Um, get your hands on it uh, if that's the sort of thing that you you're kind of in the mood for it's not like too fantasy it's just fantasy enough and if you're kind of a fan of like the new craft movie or even like the old craft movie it's definitely very similar to that uh, and kind of reminds me of that um other film that i reviewed that was kind of like it oh the one with patrick brewster in it where there was like that one witch who was draining all their powers it was on amazon it'll come to me it did not come to me but that one, <laughs> it's, it's very similar to that. It's very kind of like high school teens. Oh, The Witch Files. Fucking nailed it. Podcaster of the year. <laughs> but it reminds me very much of that. So if, if those films like intrigued you and you're, you're into, interested in reading a book like it, get When We Were Magic by Sarah Gailey. If you've read the other book, author of Magic for, um, Magic for Liars, um, let me know if that's good, if you'd like me to review that, because I could stand to read a little bit more by this author. I'm intrigued. And in the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!